Pixies, this is the good shit. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Cody Show. We have here with us a special guest, a good friend of mine, straight out of Florida, the Sunshine State. Um, she's here today um, uh, to tell us her experience with the COVID-19 and um, as well as what uh, the dental industry is doing um, um, to help us um, um, lower down uh, the rate of infections and uh, how they keep the offices um, clean and um, to, to assist their patients. Um, please help me welcome um, Solange. Hi, Clarence. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. And thank you for actually incorporating dentistry um, on the Cody show. Why not? And, Why not? Um, I know, definitely, definitely an honor, and, and we we need that. We need to we need to be aware of what's going on in all the different fields, especially during this. Oh my gosh, these crazy unprecedented times. That is correct. Um, the the this field is very important. Um, a lot of us uh, go to the doctors, mm -hmm. uh, to the dentists, um, to make sure that uh, you know we keep ourselves uh, clean in a way, and um, you know, and stay healthy. Um, so, um, Florida, how are you guys doing over there? <laughs> um, let's see, Florida. We, oh gosh, I don't even know where to begin, but <laughs> at some point we managed to become what the epicenter of this virus. Exactly. Um, yes. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been challenging. Yeah. Yeah, but I heard um, things are getting better right now. Um, the last time I checked, you you had around uh, sixty-four thousand plus um, infected. Uh, and, um, how do we get to that point? Right. You know, I I think well now as of today, I think the numbers have subsided a bit. But at one point, I remember. I mean, the numbers were were crazy, were high, and to be honest with you. In my personal opinion, I feel like we got to that point because um, we weren't following proper protocol. We weren't social distancing. A lot of um, facilities were still open. Um, I mean, South Florida, particularly uh, Broward or Fort Lauderdale, um, Miami. I mean, it's a high tourist um, destination. Yeah. So a lot of people were still coming in. A lot of people were still vacationing. So I, in my opinion, I feel like that's part of the reason why our numbers were so high. Yeah. Because we were being, you know, irresponsible and a lot of us weren't taking this seriously. Uh, I'm sure you guys learned the lesson the hard way. Uh, because... Um, <laughs> No, seriously, because uh, more than uh, 11,000 people uh, actually lost their lives, you know, um, to this uh, virus. Right. And that and that was that's it's tragic. It's, it's tragic. It's disheartening because there are so many people that, you know, I mean, that that lost loved ones. So many people infected by this. I know quite a few personally, and it, it's truly heartbreaking. Why? Just because people were being irresponsible 
and it's a shame. And those are things, in my opinion, that could have been prevented had people followed the proper protocols. Absolutely. All right. Now, um, um, being in the um, dental field, um, were you considered uh, an essential worker at, at first? This is this question is probably one of the most frustrating ones for anyone in the dental field. Um, for a while, we were not considered essential. I don't know why. I still cannot wrap my head around that. As of today, I'm still baffled by that um, because our mouth, you know, dentistry is just a very essential. Um, you know, gum disease, um, things like that. I mean, it leads to so many other different um, diseases in the body, like heart disease, pancreatic cancer. So I, I, I don't understand how we were we were not considered essential. Well, um, I don't know either, but um, I would have thought <laughs> so. But maybe because you know it's a little delicate. Um, Especially for right, the right. of the virus, you know? Right. That, that is true. That is true. Um, because we are at the, the highest risk. I mean, we're dealing directly in the mouth and we're literally right. inches away from, you know, from a patient or from the mouth. And, you know, I call it the war zone. So perhaps that was one of the reasons. But again, I, I still don't know why. <laughs> okay. All right, what, mm -hmm. uh, but with, with, with the infection rate rising uh, at, at some point, um, when did you guys return mm -hmm. to the office? Um, officially, we were given clearance um, to return back. Uh, it was uh, Friday, May 8th, I believe it was. Oh, in May? Um, right, and then at my office, I want to say we actually officially, um, let's see, I think we officially, Officially, we did. We went in for a couple of hours just to go over like new protocols and whatnot on that Friday. That was May eighth, and then but officially, um, it was Monday, May eleventh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, that's where I was going to be um, to come uh, to ask you a question about like how was it at that point? Uh, I'm sure you had a. a a lot of people knocking on your doors, no? Um, yes, actually, surprisingly, um, it, it was it was challenging. It was definitely different. It was unusual. Different. It was different? it wasn't normal. I'm sorry. You said different. Different how? Like um, the just and everything. Everything about it was different. Um, we prior to opening up. We had to place a lot of things, um, a lot of new protocols. Um, we, of course, the waiting area, the waiting room, um, long gone. <laughs> so um, no more, you know, if, if you come in as a patient, you can no longer sit in the waiting room. Um, you have to um, sit in your car and wait outside. to enter the facility right outside um um to enter the the facility um prior to entering the building i mean number one of course you have to enter the building with a mask on um we do a temperature check 
um, oxygen and we do a, a scent. So we have like, I guess, different, like maybe um, essential oils and stuff like that um, with a long uh, cotton swab. You know, we dip it. We, of course, we know the, the smell, whether it's like vanilla, peppermint, et cetera. So then um, that's, that's part of our screening process. Okay. And the same process that, by the way, the same process that the patients go through, we, the clinicians, we go through that same process as well as all the staff in the office go through the same protocol. Every morning as you come in. Every morning, religiously, every morning. So that as, as you, upon entering the building, you go through that screening process. If your appointment is at nine o'clock and you're there at 850, um, you, we do the screening, but then we, of course, ask you nicely to just to please um, wait in your car until we're ready for you. And a procedure that would typically take one hour, um, we actually extended it to possibly maybe hour and a half just to give, um, you know, enough time to thoroughly disinfect the room and turn the room around and set up for the next patient. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of uh, steps to keep. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, even us as a clinician, um, pre-COVID, um, I I wore a level three mask, which was level three mask. Walk around the office um, with um, with without a mask. But now, prior to even entering the building, I walked into the building with with a with a mask on. And um, I put on my my PPE. Um, I I wear my scrub, a lab coat, and I have a disposable gown. And um, I wear a surgical cap. And now I went from a level three mask to a N95 mask. And um, I have a shield. It almost looks like a welding shield. Um, oh yeah, a I shield. See, I um, see them. Yeah, I see them out there. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And um, we have that. And I have shoe covers. Um, I mean, my office, I'm not sure. Every every dental office is different. But I know at, at my office, I mean, we go above and beyond. I mean, it's funny. Prior, pre-COVID, I was OCD. Now I am a complete maniac. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's if, mm -hmm. if that's what it takes to you know to stay healthy. You know you don't have a choice. You gotta do what you gotta do to survive, right? Right, right, absolutely, <laughs> right, absolutely. Now, uh, but mm -hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Um, I was going to ask you. Um, so it's it's a lengthy process apparently, but you are the first person that I'm talking to, um, mm -hmm. in, in the industry, who said mm -hmm. they doing a sample test. Um, okay. Yes. Yes. That's that's a first for us, right? Well, one of the symptoms of COVID nineteen is um, loss of smell. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. But so um, along with you know the temperature and things like that, yeah, yeah it's loss of smell. Yeah, and a lot of uh, businesses out there. I don't know anybody else besides you guys doing it. Um, that's that's a good one. We're maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, um, you'll be surprised that actually um, it helps because we've had we have had patients um, that we've unfortunately had to turn away. Um, no that yeah, yeah. Um, 
temperature was fine, oxygen level was fine, but loss of smell. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it beat off, huh? Uh, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Now, did you... Ever... And and I, I highly recommend that most, you know, that businesses and offices, medical offices, I think they should add that to their screening process. Yeah, I'm sure it's a good idea. And uh, I'm sure now our listeners are taking notes as well. Um, mm -hmm. But um, during this process, um, any patients, like they never had any, I mean, uh, resistance coming in? Um, they were concerned about their safety, even though you guys were doing all those precautions? Um, Some, yes. Some, um, some did. But I think at some point, a lot of them just realized that, okay, this is no longer a few weeks thing, okay? Because I think we all went into this pandemic with the mindset that, okay, so I would, let, let's go back to like March. Okay, in a few weeks, everything will be back to normal. I know, that's all and, everybody wishes that. <laughs> right. And I think reality sunk in um, when people just realized that, hey, you know what? This is going to be our day-to-day, -day. This, this, this is going to be our new norm for a while so people were actually more open to coming in to get their dental work done and ironically um i mean we you know like my office we didn't get a lot of resistance at all to be honest with you and i because there was a lot of like social media um presence where you know, pictures, email blasts and things like that, just reassuring the patients that, hey, these are the these are the things that we're doing. These are the extra protocols. We are going above and beyond for your safe safety. Right. And of course staff as well. We had to reassure, you know, like staff that, hey, you know what? We are going to um, we have to take care of ourselves. We have families, you know, so that reassurance in my opinion, I think it, it gave us a um, an advantage over a lot of different offices but we definitely reassure the patients and i mean i get so many patients when they're in my chair it's like oh my god solange you know wow you know i feel safer here than i do outside i can't believe this do you guys go through the same thing <laughs> and we said yes we go through the same exact screening process that must be a good feeling huh? uh, to hear it, it is and by the way no one in the office is allowed to remove their mask. We no longer take lunch breaks in the office. No. If you want, if you no, if you need a water break, if you need anything, you have to go outside to your car um, and take a water break or lunch break. We no longer because I mean, when you think about it, let's say you and I we work together in the office. I'm in the lunch room. I remove my mask. The minute that I remove my mask then you become susceptible. What if I'm asymptomatic? You don't know. We don't know who's, you know what I mean? So that's one of the rules. I mean, it's very, it's draining. It's very frustrating. However, that's just what we have to do. Right, right. Now, um, mm -hmm. how often do you get tested, though? I mean, I'm sure they test you guys randomly or... Right, and, and that's the thing, quite often. But here's the thing. With the COVID testing, let's say, okay, I tested actually Tuesday, right? Now, 
if I go in, in to the grocery store or or I don't know, I come in contact with someone that that's COVID positive, then like a day later or two days later, then what do you think happens? I I'm exposed to it, so I can potentially right. get infected. So that the the testing i mean i know people that test weekly and everything else so i'm on the fence this is just my opinion i'm really on the fence about the testing because i mean you know i tested tuesday today is friday i may have you know I, i may have come in contact with someone yesterday or even today at work and you know who's to say that i i i'm not i'm not exposed to it so I, I'm on the fence about that, it's honestly. Very delicate. Very delicate. Yeah, it is. It, it really is because you can test today and, and I'll come in contact with somebody tomorrow and then you're exposed. Correct. And this is why and this is why the screening process is critical. It's very important that we do that because you just never know. So and and and, and speaking of um, speaking of um, testing we have had patients that that they, they're very honest. Um, you know, we're very fortunate, I guess, um, that have told us, you know, um, I, you, my throat, I woke up with a scratchy throat. I don't think it's anything. We automatically just tell them, right, to stay home. And the minute somebody tells us that they've had any sort of symptoms, um, we tell them to come back with, um, with, a, with a test before we see them. No, you you have very um, uh, good um, customers, you know, to tell you exactly right, what's right. going on. Like, that. but a- seeing you ab- go into absolutely. seeing you go into all those things that they probably, you know, um, they said, hey, uh, if they are doing all those things to keep us safe, you know, and if we were exposed to something or, or with someone, um, you know, it's it's always good to tell them the truth as well, so they can keep them safe as well. You know? Right, Makes right, sense. right. I mean, we've been fortunate. We've had some very honest people. Um, and um, actually, uh, I think we had a staff member that, and it was just allergies. But you see, we did not even as much as, and she, she's an important part of the team. And um, we did not want to take any, any risk, any um she but it was it actually um ended up being allergies she was out for um for a couple of weeks and we made sure that she came back to the office with two she needed um in order for her to come back she needed two um negative um tests and um she tested negative both times but we didn't want to take any chances because if one person got it got if one person gets infected we have to shut down the entire office yeah that's all it takes it, it, that's all it takes. It's, uh, it's a mm-hmm. very stressful situation you're living every day, huh? Yeah, it's just it's, it's unfortunate. Now you said you don't have breaks, like it's. Uh, um. Is that what okay, you said? well, okay. Let me clarify that. We try to between twelve, twelve fifteen, and one forty-five. We tried, um, that's our break. So wow. our last, our morning patient is from 11 to, whenever we're done, 11 to 12. Um, we try, we aim to, um, we try to, to schedule a shorter appointment so we can break by 12, 15. 
and at least take 30 minutes um, to eat, to remove our mask and actually just get some proper oxygen. However, for the clinicians, that typically doesn't really happen because by the time you're done and in dentistry, anything goes in our procedure could take, you know, could turn into like an hour and a half and you basically work right through lunch. So our afternoon patient is um, scheduled for one o'clock. Um, so by the time you're, you're done with your 11, the morning patient, and sometimes it's like 12, 15, 12, 20. And I mean, for me, by the time I write up my notes, et cetera, it's now it's 12, 45. Time's life. Do I really, right. And do I really, do I really want to go through the process of just removing all my PPE and having to put them back on? It's so difficult just doing that because it's such a process. I mean, I'm literally, I would have to literally remove layers of stuff just to exit the building. And then when I enter the building, I have to go back through the same process. Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention, prior to entering the building, before we even take you back to the operatory, you have to wash your hands yeah. for 20 seconds. And the, yeah. So, and that's with patients as well. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm -hmm. And we have like a, a headrest, a plastic headrest covers. They put their phones in their device because when you think about it, their phone is contaminated. So after you wash your hands, if you're in my chair, you wash your hands and now you go and you touch your phone. If that phone is not covered, then it, there's a possibility of con cross contamination. Wow, you guys really think about everything because that <laughs> yeah, is, we, that we is really another do. way we can get infected, I guess. Uh, right. Phone. And, and, and right. And our phones is like the main, main like source of cross contamination. I mean, think about it. You you touch a door handle, you touch your phone, you touch your car, you touch your phone. Everything is our our phone. So I advise everyone to be diligent about wiping down their phones. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys thought of everything, huh? That's good. I mean, uh, I know. kind of... Uh, We're maniacs, I told you. <laughs> kind of reassure everybody, <laughs> you know, um, it's just right. an environment and they can come in back, right. back and forth. Right, Whenever they need it. Now, um, right. how do you deal with groceries? Like, uh, you have to go to your order online or you, you have to make the trip yourself? Okay, so I order online... Um, I, I don't remember the last time I've been to the grocery store. Um, I've been very, very diligent. I've been very careful just because, you know, I, I, I mean, I, as a clinician, I, people depend on me. My patients depend on me. So if God forbid I get infected, um, with this virus, then I, I'm out for a few weeks. And I want to say with the state of Florida and between the time you get the results, et cetera, then I mean, it's really, it's, 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 it's a few weeks, probably up to six weeks because a company policy, two, you, two negative tests before you can enter the building, you can come back to work. So I, I, I do my groceries online and one of my friends actually for the past month, um, actually, no, since last month, 
she's been going to the grocery stores for me and um, dropping the groceries wow. in front of my store. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so I know she's she's been amazing. So that has helped tremendously. So yeah, we just. Um, you know, in my mind, the cars are contaminated and, you know, it's just being in contact with just, I mean, I tried my best not to expose myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about, mm-hmm. I know you like to go out, restaurant, clubs, oh, so oh you can't God. do that anymore. Huh? I know. You miss those things, Bob. No, I, no, I haven't. I haven't. Actually, no. Uh, last Sunday, last Sunday, um, I went to brunch. However... It was outdoors, um, definitely like social distance, and that was my first time going out. That was my first time going out since um, I think uh, March. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my first time going out, and it was it was amazing. I, I missed it. I, I I missed it, but um, yeah, I don't take any chances. Um, I don't take any chances. Things we took uh, for granted, huh? Uh, now it's like... Uh, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this pandemic has really, really taught us, like, well, taught me just a lot. It actually, it, it has been such a humbling experience. It things that I didn't, I, I don't know, I think that I didn't um, take seriously things that I didn't, that weren't important to me or that I took for granted are now it's like, wow, I, I really got a wake up call and it, it, it was truly a humbling experience. And I, 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 I hope that we learn so much from this, oh, uh, yeah. that we learn to appreciate life. We appreciate people. Um, so many people, I mean, friends of mine have lost like loved ones. I have many, I have many family members that um that were infected i have you know um yeah my best friend um her her husband was was actually in the hospital uh in with yeah in, in new york and that was yeah that was really that was a challenging time for everyone so this thing is serious and people need to take this seriously Oh, I'm sure after seeing um, so many um, people infected across, I mean, around the world, so um, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, um, take that very seriously. Right. Now, um, I've, after being um, in, in, in the field for so long or during those past six mm-hmm. months, um, what is the most difficult thing you have experienced? Um, breathing. <laughs> breathing. Yeah, breathing. Oh, mm-hmm. with the mask breathing. On. Right. Mm-hmm. Breathing. Um, first thing in the morning, right? I, you know, like I stated um, earlier, first thing in the building, I walk into the building with a level three mask on, and um, and because of course it, it's completely the it, it, it's it's completely thorough, and as soon as I. You know, I, I get in, I wash my hands, and then I just put on my, my PPE, and I put on my N95 mask. And because of, like, I mean, I have patients back-to-back, so I don't really have time to remove my mask. And I don't take a, I don't take the chance to because there's aerosols, being that we're, in, we're directly in the mouth. So 
you know, our drills and cavitrons and uh, polishers, they create aerosols. And um, so I don't even take that risk. So then I, I, I'm literally wearing an N95 mask all day. And if I do get a chance, I'll probably step outside for a few minutes and breathe. But even after, like on my way home, just I, I, I find myself retraining myself how to breathe. And um, it's, it's difficult. It's that's in my opinion, that's probably one of the hardest things. And I would say the the second hardest is just dehydration, because we're under like just all this covering, and it's hard to drink. It's hard to to take a break to even drink water. Oh, yeah. Man, it's it's. Mm -hmm. Oh, what you just described it's, to us, it's, it's, it's like, it's a hell of a day, you know? How, how do you decompress <laughs> after a day at work, you know? Um, um, any um, Wine has become wine. my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having some right now because uh, I actually worked earlier. Oh, so, yeah, wine, um, wine, and I, I just, you know, I, I get home and I just try my best to just relax and, I don't really speak much just because I I can't. It's just I'm it's mentally exhausting. Yeah. Um, how about mm -hmm. um, how about the step you take every day to ensure you're not bringing that virus with you at home? I mean, uh, what I'm sorry. Doing? What about uh, the, the step you take um, every day, um, you know, to ensure that you're not bringing the virus with you at home? Okay, so um, at work, I wear shoe covers. They're disposable shoe covers. And um, I have, like, of course, you know, disposable um, disposable gowns. And I have my um, my lab coat. So, I, so as soon as I exit the building, um, I remove my shoes. I have a bag in my trunk. So, and I just put on my slide and when I get home, I just basically go through my garage and just strip out of my clothing and I go right into the shower and I shower. Um, yeah, that's what I have to do. Yeah, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. So even though I have two layers, um, I mean, on, uh, on top of my scrub, I have two layers on. But because we deal with aerosols, so I just don't want to take any chances. Absolutely. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. How about um, so, yeah. the schools? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I, I heard some part of Florida, um, they already opened their schools. Um, what can you tell us about the, what they're doing uh, to keep their students safe? Um, so, uh, I can only speak for South Florida. So I know, um, uh, Dayton Broward County is virtual. Now, private schools, they, parents do have the option to either do virtual or, um, in school, I believe. But, um, like my, my niece and nephews, they're in private school and <laughs> my sister, she chose to send them to school. Um, Yeah, she did. She she did. She told me. I advised her against it. I told her not to do it. She's tired. 
she's tired. I mean, she's been home with these kids for a long time, and oh, yeah. she, yeah, she, she had the she she had the option to send them. She did. She's exhausted. And then they're I actually, think. yeah, and 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 they're doing well. They're doing well, and you'll be surprised. I mean, kids' brains—they're sponges. So I mean, they. Well, my sister is very tough on them too. So when they're at school. Um, they, they, they wear their mask. That's one of the, I, I guess that's one of the protocols. I know their schools, um, their schools are taking, um, they, you have to have your mask on and I believe they give them breaks. Of course, the classrooms are, are smaller now. Um, there's, uh, probably, I forgot what the ratio is, but, um, yeah, there are a, a lot less students in the classrooms and then. You know the kids; they do get breaks, and they they try, they do, um, they social distance. But I know my niece and nephews; um, they are, yeah. My sister, she cracks the whip on them, so um, they they do wear their mask at all times. So yeah, how, how do you um, keep those kids, you know, from not playing with each other? You know, it's so yeah. I, I, you know what? I I can't wrap. I know I can't wrap my head around that. I really don't know. I do not know. But I know, like I said, I know public schools. Um, they're uh, they're strictly online. Mm, yeah. No. And they've been. There has been a lot of issues. I mean, my friends, everybody's just complaining about the <laughs> the system crashing. And I think I overheard on the radio a couple of days ago that um, hackers are hacking into the system, etc. So it's been challenging. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is our new. I I hate saying that our new norm, because I mean this cannot be our new norm. I don't know how. I guess we're just you know we're adjusting to this, but I I don't know. I mean this thing needs to go away, like yesterday. <laughs> so um, they they are working on um. Well, you probably know that on on, on a vaccine. So hopefully we can mm, get it. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as possible and uh, you know so we can put this thing behind us but um mm. in in reality you don't want my opinion on that <laughs> <laughs> oh excuse me now you fuck my interests um so oh my gosh actually <laughs> no seriously actually you are on the front line you probably gonna mm -hmm. be required to take it mm -hmm. right so, and i am very very uncomfortable with that uh, because I don't feel like enough research. I feel like this is a rushed vaccine. Not enough research has been done. And I, I I, don't trust it. That's just my opinion. That's just Solange's opinion. Duly noted. So, but of course, right, this is just, it's a very, con, uh, you know, controversial topic. But for me, I am very skeptical of it. Why? Because this is something, because and not enough studies have been done. And I don't know if you remember, and of course, I know you follow the news and everything, and you don't have to be in the medical field to acknowledge the confusion, you know, surrounding this, this, this virus. One day, it's six feet. The next day, it's 12 feet. One day, it, it, it's this. I mean, it's, every, it's constantly changing, and I, I, I just don't trust well, it well, at all. All right, so I, I, I hear you, because... 
we we usually hear that the vaccine take a long time probably some of them mm -hmm. probably up to 10 years you know to be efficient and as the virus keep changing mutating you know it's um you have to you know do a new one every year i don't know i don't know either so i really hope it works <laughs> <laughs> to tell the truth uh, we'll save that for I another day so that subject but right right it's it's uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really difficult. It's a very difficult um, call. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the fact is, we are here right now. You know, more than 6 million people infected. A lot of people lost their lives. Uh, right. We need to cope yeah. with this. We need to survive this. Right. We need right. to stay positive. You know, we need Absolutely. to help about, we need to keep, um, you know, um, keep helping others too, you know, um, right. especially. Right. Um, right. Well, Absolutely. I want to take that opportunity to, to congratulate you, you know, because in my book, you're a hero because oh, thank you. You know, I going appreciate that. all those things you just mentioned earlier, you know, it's tough every day. And right. I, I think you work um, like six days out of seven, probably. Right. Yeah. Right, so and it's, that's it's that's tough. another new thing for you me. Mm -hmm. That's very new. Right, it it, it is tough. It, it's tough. So I mean, I yeah, six days. I went from working pre-COVID, working four days a week to four days a week, seven hours, eight hours max, and to now working six days and sometimes you know eleven because we've stretched our appointments. So well, yeah, it's well, the demand yeah, is, it's, is but thank now, you. So. Right, exactly. The demand's higher, a lot higher. Right. Mm -hmm. And and surprisingly, a lot of people, I guess, because people haven't been spending money um, for the past several, you know, what six, seven months. I I lost track of time. I don't even know what what day <laughs> it is or what month it is anymore. But a lot of people are taking this time i don't know they're taking advantage of of i guess this wearing the mask they're getting a lot of dental work done right a right. lot well um so if they have the chance mm -hmm. and some procedures i'm sure right. they are more expensive than others so if they save right, the money right. and they have it hey why not doing it now you know uh, before right no absolutely we go back to the office right you know? right absolutely Absolutely. But as I was saying, um, you know, it takes a lot of strength, um, courage, you know, and devotion um, mm -hmm. to do all those things, to go to all those things you just mentioned earlier. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, I know you're a strong woman, um, but still, <laughs> I try, you know, it's, it's, right. it's, it must be stuff. Um, so um, anything you would like to share with uh, the public right now? about on how to protect yourself um, or anything else you want to talk about? Right. I would like to just let everyone know to take this seriously because it is serious. Um, it's not a joke. People are losing their lives. Um, wear your mask. As long as you wear your mask and you wash your hands and you follow the proper protocols, you will be fine. And any 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 sort of negligence can is costly can cause somebody to lose their life and so just take this thing seriously because it is and just wear a mask and wash your hands and social distance if you don't have to be outside you don't i mean 
um, social gathering, just be very careful with that. Um, you can only, you can trust yourself. You know where you've been, you know, but you can't trust other people. So that's really it. That's all I can say. It's just be be careful, be safe. I want. I would like. I everyone should just be safe and practice um, proper social distancing. Right, right. Well, um, I cannot thank you enough uh, for taking the time. Thank you. I know you probably had a long day again at the yeah. office. Yes. Helping others. <laughs> yes. You know. Um, so that's very, uh, very great, great move. Yeah. Uh, you. Um, so we appreciate it and um, I think I will talk to you another day hopefully on the yeah, show again thank you. yeah thank you so much for having me Clarence I, I truly truly it's an honor I truly appreciate it anytime Solange alright take some All rest right, and keep up the great thank work thank you alright right, thank you bye bye This is, this is, this is, this is the good of shit.